Hello and welcome to Disconnection Podcast Universe Episode 4. I'm here with my hosts Kyle and Ori. I'm Ben and today we're going to be talking about a myriad of topics that come to our minds. Uh, starting off, I think that Kyle wanted to speak about dreams and I was wondering what he had to say about them. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I read a book not too long ago about lucid dreaming and I think I had mentioned in a previous episode that my idea of what lucid dreaming was um, was clearly shaken up when I read this book because I was misinformed and misunderstood what lucid dreaming was. What did the book explain to you? So it explained that, um, well, first my impression, right? So lucid dreaming, to my understanding before reading this book, was that when you have a really, really vivid dream and you know you're dreaming and you can like be in the dream and really experience it and like see where the dream takes you, that that's lucid dreaming. So that's what I believed. But what I learned is that lucid dreaming is being able to know you're in a dream Think to yourself like, okay, I'm dreaming. Now I want to go do something else. I don't want to see where this dream takes me. I'm going to walk away from it. And after reading that, I was like, shit, like I've never lucid dreamed. So I'm currently in the works of trying to lucid dream. And one of the uh, ways that they do it, or one of the ways that they describe how to lucid dream is that you go to sleep and you wake up about six hours, seven hours into your sleep. You stay awake for about 10 minutes and then you go back to sleep. And when you go back to sleep, you jump immediately into a dream. Now, I just so happen to naturally wake up at about four, sometimes 3.30. And so when I go back to sleep, because it was natural for me to wake up for some yeah, reason at that point. To me too. Yeah, so when I go back to sleep, I know I'm in a dream, but being, or being in a lucid dream and have, having lucidity is saying, okay, I'm in a dream. Now I want to go fly away. Now I want to tear down everything around me and make it into something else. Yeah. And mode. yeah. And so to help you and to assist you in realizing that you're dreaming and not to be excited, right? Because when you get too excited, you'll wake up and oh, then you're not dreaming. Yeah. So you're like, oh shit, I'm lucid dreaming. I'm lucid dreaming. And then yeah. boom, you're awake. You psych so, yourself out of it. Exactly. So they I always try and fly. I mean, yeah. So they, not, so they say when you wake up, immediately write down your dream and yeah. it will help you realize, hey, you're dreaming as well as have some sort of create a habit of okay trying to put your finger your pointer through the palm of your other hand like trying to do that and in oh, dreams an you'll go one. through your palm mm -hmm. or looking at a clock acknowledging the time and then looking back at it a second later in your dream and going oh like the time hasn't moved or oh the time has moved eight hours i must be dreaming right so now i occasionally poke my hand poke the palm of my hand and i look at a clock and i go okay that's the time and i'll look away and then i'll look back to it and i'll go Oh, it's still the time I'm not dreaming. Okay. So wait, you, you wait, you poke your hand in the dream. You got that to work. So, no. So what I'm doing now is consciously throughout the day, oh, at, poking at your random hand. points, I'll poke my hand and testing be like, your totem, as some would say. Correct. Yeah. Right. Cre creating an anchor to figure out whether or not you're dreaming. It's a totem, dude. Right. Yeah. And so that way, <laughs> straight up, while you're dreaming, you have this totem anchor, whatever, where you can do it because it's natural for you to do it now, and you go, oh shit, like it went through my hand. I must be dreaming, right? So I've been doing that recently. So what I wanted to talk about though is the control of it, right? Uh, so when you can lucid dream, you are going to explore all sorts of realities, right? You're probably gonna wanna have sex. You're probably gonna want to go and fly, have superpowers, change the world around you. Even the book suggested, and I think these are great ideas, live out things that you're planning for in your dream, create your life. So let's say you have um, a hard discussion with a significant other. In your dream, have that discussion with the significant other and it will help you to prepare in a sense, right, mentally, to have that discussion. But you're doing it in your dream so it's safe. 
it's a safe environment. The, I, I understand what you're saying, but like in my personal experience, like not that I've pre-planned it in my dreams, but when I do have shit like that in my dreams, like uh, let's say a discussion or I'm angry at somebody, it's usually like a much more exaggerated version of it. Yeah, right. Um, I would say almost always. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Agreed. But being able to control your dream and having lucidity is you control what you say and then it's just a matter of them talking to you and you taking, are they saying something crazy or is this kind of like a normal conversation that might happen in the real world? Remember, you're, you're lucid, so you know you're dreaming and you're controlling what's going on. So here's the, here's the like counter to that. I don't know, just to play devil's advocate or whatever. For sure. Um, yeah, that's all fine and dandy, but then you're, when you're in the real world, you don't have control. Correct. Right? Like, there's right? no control. That's so right. It's all really your opinion and how you're seeing the other person answering you. Yeah. Well, it's your subconscious. That's them, right? It's not really that person. Obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, so that doesn't that doesn't make it... I, I would think, I think that it wouldn't make it easier. It would always make it harder because then you're going into a conversation that you haven't had that you don't know how it's going to go with biases mm -hmm. and, and uh, you know, pre... That's uh, literally happened to me. Like I've gotten so yeah. angry in my dream over something that I woke up like sweating and emotional. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? with like biases yeah. and, and like and thinking that prejudice. this person did it to me, and I got like wring it out of my yeah, head yeah. that it didn't that it didn't happen. happen. It didn't happen. Yeah. So I'll play advocate to your advocacy, sure. right? Sure. So you're right. You will kind of go in with a bias, but you're a drummer. Don't you practice the show's uh, playlist before you go drum, even though you're practice in your basement or in your studio is not going to be the same as practicing and playing in front of a crowd it's just a preparation you're not obviously is, going to is the, be in the same environment the difference but it's just is the studio that i'm in is the real world <laughs> okay so yes it's a dream world but it's a matter of practicing so your take on it is apparently that it's of no value no, so no even no. mental preparations that. which that, Kyle. well that's the the that's the value that I'm gathering from what you're saying. That was a very dismissive. Oh, but this is I do it in the real world. Well, no, I, I'm saying like like they're when I'm practicing for let's say a performance, right? Right. Yeah. That's me and a piece of inanimate hardware, and learning to control that both in the studio and then on a stage. Right. The people that surround me and the people that I'm in front of have, you know, ultimately no control on how I'm going to manipulate this piece of hardware. Right. Yes, they can get me more excited. They can get me down. You know, I'll get, I'll push harder. I'll whatever, you know, whatever happens, happens. Right. But in the end of the day, in the end of the day, it's just me and this piece of hardware with humans it's a very different thing because you have a you have the human element you have like a yeah. living cognizant creature that's just as alive and dreaming as you are right. and you have no control no control about what they're going to say and where that conversation is going to go and you're coming all I'm saying is that you're coming into it let's say if you if you're like practicing for mm -hmm. a conversation you're coming into it with biases so then I'll ask you a question. Do you practice conversations that you have with people in your head sometimes? I I'm not saying prepare I actually like you draw. I not to. I actually I actually try not to. I think I used to more, uh -huh. but I I really Shower try arguments. not to because I I try to approach you know the situation in a in in a very open-minded kind of way and right. while at the same time it allows me to I would say practice improvising with people. Practice staying on your toes and it helps you know how to be flexible as a human in both your ideas and decisions. 
So I don't, I don't want to practice mm -hmm. a conversation because I want to have that organic conversation. And I would hope that that conversation either leads to me changing my mind to something or me changing someone's mind about something. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to tell this person like where the conversation is going to go because I've already decided where it was Not that go. you're going to decide or tell them where you want it to go, but you're thinking out your thoughts. You're preparing your what you are looking for, what your goal is, and then being in that organic conversation, you can have a organic uh, discussion and, and be open and still in your mind think like, okay, I have a goal in mind. Like, am I able but to succeed it and be open? having a goal in mind is different than like playing out the entire conversation in your head every time. And also, I mean, just to like wind it back a little bit, like what's, if, as far as I'm understanding, is your ultimate goal right now, like Kyle, you personally, to be able to lucid dream so you could practice no. shit in life? No, no, <laughs> lucid dream just to experiment, right? Okay, okay. The, the so ultimate the thought conversation's is, regardless pretty irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, it was just another idea that the book gave. Okay. And so we went off on a little tangent there, gotcha. but uh, so... The point of what, which I'm glad even that we went to organic, right, organic conversations, is that when you're dreaming and you're having all of these lucid dreams, you're controlling your environment, right? Now, there's a train of thought that says when you have complete control over your environment, uh, they call them characters, the characters of your dreams, right? When you see random people, they're called characters, or this book calls them characters. Mm -hmm. And you, they are your subconscious. So... They're not real. They're not really that person. They are your expression of that person in your mind. So it's like you talking to your own mind? Of that person. Your own expression of, of that, that person in sort your mind? Sort of, right? So See, that's even more of a reason for me not to practice conversations. So, so that's... <laughs> right? So when you I, have... I mean, dude, what else could it be? Anyways, continue. Anyways. Continue. Yes, Ben. What else could it be? Because it's your dream. So the idea is that when you're down and you are in control, as much control as you can take you become bored. There's there's less that you want to do because you've done it before, right? If you have mm. a lucid dream and you've flown through 100 lucid dreams, it's not as novel of an, of an experience. You're like, mm. oh, it was cool, but let me try something else. And when you run out of creativity, you start to not lucid dream anymore because you want the novelty of something out of your unexpected. control. Unexpected. So you're yeah, chasing the dragon. Not chasing a dragon. I got what, a lot of superpowers to go through yeah, in my dream. Yeah, right? Yeah. I feel like I'm never going to run out of dreams. It might, but you have your whole life to dream, yeah. right? Sure. So the idea is that once you've lucid dreamed enough, you become a little bit more lax in your control over the dream and you let it just happen. And so when you go f far enough down that thought, you're just dreaming again. You're no longer lucid dreaming. You're allowing yourself to be taken down a road almost like reality where when you're not dreaming, you don't know what's going to happen next. And the idea of not knowing what's happening next is exciting. It builds anxiety. It builds excitement. It builds an anticipation of, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't wait to get there. Oh, my God. So when you're in complete control, you become bored. But when you have a little bit of something outside of your control, that's you're not even dreaming anymore. You're, just, you're reaching for reality. It sounds like you're getting bored in your dreams, man. I have. I haven't <laughs> I even lucid dreamed yet. Yeah, I could lucid dream all day if I wanted to. Like, well, have you? I, well, I've I'm had trying to understand dreams, what yeah. the point you were trying to get to was. The, the point is that when you lucid dream, right, you're trying to control. Humans are creatures of control. We are looking to organize, to um, dictate, and to uh, uh, categorize what, yeah. what other things are, right? So we have words to describe different uh, variables. 
We, we put uh, things in boxes. Put things in boxes. in boxes. We judge people before we know them because we want to categorize them. We're trying to understand them even when we don't. It's how we make sense of the world around us. It's right. A, it's, just, it's a survival instinct, actually. Okay. Interesting. Um, so when you're dreaming and you become a lucid dreamer, I, I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to actually lucid dream. And at the same time, I'm thinking, well, when I do finally lucid dream and years down the road after I've become lucid so many times, will I also want that idea of, I don't like controlling it. It's a curiosity. Mm. Am I going to at one point say, I don't want a lucid dream anymore. I kind of just want to experience the unexpected. That's interesting. So that's that's my thought. Hmm. Yeah. I guess you'll have to, uh, you'll have to check in with us about that in a couple months. I will. Let's pick this up um, when we come to uh, season two and we'll talk more about dreams. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll get a dream expert. Yeah, that would be awesome. Or someone who wrote a book. Well, the uh, whole thing is uh, what you were saying about writing them down is I've read a lot about dream journals and that's mm-hmm. supposedly yeah. like the key to lucid dreaming yeah. is to like to keep writing down exactly what happened in your dreams. And as like you the keep, minute you wake up, you keep a it, pad no, like, it, it's next to be you. Right yeah. next. Well, I know me personally, I lose them like five minutes after. Like I'm, me too, I'm like dude. living in it in like the, the few minutes. Yeah, no, the nightmares stick with you sometimes. <laughs> but like the few minutes after you wake up, you're like still in it kind of. But then slowly fades out it's that's weird like how, how they fade out that's like how you so were saying where you've honestly. had like an argument in your dream and you wake up like pissed about it yeah you know yeah. like it's why does our brain do that to us man like kind of fucking it's really you. fucked yeah, up yeah it is it is yeah the worst is when i have like uh, post-apocalyptic dreams which yeah, will man. happen occasionally and i'm just like i'm wound up from like the characters in my dreams i'm trying to like save or like the world that i'm living but in but they're not real when you wake up all those problems aren't yeah, actually man. there but i still feel the weight of those problems for a while i yeah. once had a uh, hell, a post-apocalyptic nightmare that I woke up from after like a four hour cycle mm-hmm. and I was like fucking shaking in my bed and I was like, Oh God, like, I gotta Sweating. go back. To, I have to sleep. I gotta wake yeah. up for work in like three hours. Like oh. <laughs> I've got to go back. <laughs> I go back in. So I went back in and oh, it was no. like being Neo dude. I had, that was actually one of the first lucid dreams I can really, 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 really remember is waking up from a nightmare, coming back in and yeah, having like Neo powers, like God mode, like stopping the whole apocalypse around me, putting the world back together and like having complete control of the situation, which I think, like you were saying before, Kyle, like we like to put things in order. We Our mind likes to organize and put things in boxes and it's a, it's our way of surviving. It's our way of making sense of the world around us and not, you know, getting uh, sensory overload, right? Because right, right. otherwise we'd be, uh, our circuits would be fried by this point, you know, like. Error, error. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So even onto the the connection is that like in those dreams that you have, right, you can create characters and you can create stories. And part of those creation is then remembering them, one, Ben, right, writing them down, and then two, sharing them with others. So someone figured out how to lucid dream and, and shared the book and thank God I fucking yeah. read it because it was awesome. Uh, but then also like comic book characters, right? Someone had to dream those up, Stan Lee and who was the other guy? Dan Ditko? Jack Kirby. Jack, Jack Kirby. Kirby. I had to like just recently passed away. I yeah, yeah. was going to talk about that. It, yeah, um, but he they had to dream Doctor up Strange. these. Yeah, they had to dream up these characters first. You want to talk about that? When did? When yeah, did, uh, dude. Jack Kirby passed. That was like Jack. Uh, Kirby. No, no. Steve Ditko passed. Oh, uh, Steve Ditko. Yes, yeah. I saw that one. That was like last week. Yeah, two it was like ago? a week or two ago. Listen, he he wrote a lot of like legendary Spider-Man. He literally created <clears throat> Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and was like still making comic books till he died. 
literally. Wow. Yeah, he was putting out a bunch of shit. He had like GoFundMe's for his stuff, and it was he was like a recluse. He was an interesting guy, and uh, just a big passing. There's a lot of big passings this week. I want to talk about also John Schnapp real quick, who was like a pundit on uh, Collider Heroes. He was just on the Collider YouTube channel, the Collider News, what they're called. And he had a show called Heroes. We just talked about all this nerdy shit all the time. And he was always so excited to speak about it. He was a huge fan. He was the dude who coined the word sweaties, which I fucking love. And just like he had a massive stroke last week and passed away. Oh. And it's just... He was young too, right? He was, not young, young. But I don't he was know like how old he was. Late forties. I, I don't think he was even late forties. I don't wow. even think he was that old. That's a shame. But yeah, it is a shame. And I just wanted to like say rest in peace to him. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, he contributed a lot. And uh, I saw some other like celebrities like posting about him too. And like you, you shared that Henry Cavill post. Yeah, with me, yeah. Dude, which I thought was like you know it speaks volumes. But I saw some other celebrities sure. posting he's, about it too. He's because he was just like infectious, dude. It was fun listening to him. Yeah, I saw like nerd out about shit, you know. And he was really into it. And even like he gave everything a chance. I don't know. I really liked his. I respected his opinion. I thought he kind of yeah, knew his shit. He was on top of it. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Much love so to we'll, Snap. We could pick it up. For in in his honor, we can talk about some nerd shit. We had a, you know, we're recording this on Sunday the twenty second, and uh, so San Diego Comic Con just happened. It just happened. It's happening. We were, it's, it's happening at the time the of the recording. Yeah. Um. So yesterday we had Aquaman trailer drop. Uh, looked it looked all right. It looked okay. Black looked Manta was the best part of that trailer. Black Manta was fucking sick. I mean, it looked like a lot of CGI stuff going on there. But how it, else? Yeah. I'm excited for. It was a guy who played Owlman in uh, Is in he Watchmen. Playing... He's playing King. Oh, he's playing Orin. Orm. He's playing Orm. Orm. Yeah, I'm excited for him. Who's like his half brother? So yeah. that should be interesting. He's a good character. He's a good actor. Did you see the trailer, Kyle? I did. I what enjoyed you it. You enjoyed it. You guys don't like Jason Momoa. I do. You know what? Because he kind of got. It's, he, it's he, clear he, that he, both of you do not like him, no. and you think <laughs> he's a no. Some I, sort I honestly, of weirdo. No, no it's not that at all. And I did like him at all at first, and I was excited about the casting pre Justice League. But his character, how they kind of make him, is like he's almost like a redneck, like water guy. I swear to God, if I hear him say "woo," literally, like just like holy three different times in the trailer yeah, i could make a drinking game out of the trailer alone you know what it is i think he's <laughs> like, just not that great of an actor like he played a really strong silent type in uh game of thrones yeah that was like pretty sick but there weren't that many talking lines you know yeah and before that i think he was like a dude who was on like rom-coms with like girls and stuff and i, I don't know his previous work but just I like, thought he was an MMA fighter or something like that, right? No, no. Yeah, I'm looking no, at Kyle he, for like, comfort like vindication. I do not <laughs> think so. <laughs> I do not hair. think he was MMA. He used to have like short hair and like be a little more clean cut. No, now, he got he got cast for his body type. Like that's why he's Aquaman. You know? Sure, like, he's got he's, the look, but he's not a good actor. He doesn't like. hold that uh that gravitas kind of. Like he doesn't seem like a king. And, what did like, you not hear him say? Woohoo, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Badass. Badass. I was yeah. just like, my eyes kind of rolled into the back of my head. And... Yo, I think someone took the hue saturation setting on the on the movie filter and turned it all the way up from Mira's hair. Uh, yeah, it's really It's bright. literally The Little Mermaid. Yeah. It's oh, like. True, true. It's literally, literally The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just 
it's fucking red. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really is. That scene where they jumped out of the airplane at the end was kind of cool. I was all right with that. But That's yeah. what, what made me cringe the most. Really? Yeah. I didn't cringe. Uh, sharks? Motherfuckers like, yeah, underwater red-head. riding sharks? No cringe. Fucking seahorses with lasers on them? No cringe. No, that's awesome. Um, Black Manta in a full helmet. The helmet that's literally wider than his shoulders? Yeah, yeah. No cringe. Watching Jason Momoa go... <laughs> redheads gotta love her <laughs> and then going and then going wait for it wait for it cringe.com slash gov you know what what part of the trailer actually sold it for me where they did the shot of the audience you, you saw that there were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the arena like, yeah exactly and the audience got like a blow of like yeah. them probably punching each other yeah, and they yeah, were yeah. like whoa that's yeah. gonna be the moment where that like, hype gave me a little hype yeah right? I mean that's yeah. the moment where like Orum and fucking Arthur are fighting, and yeah, then like, and, and like Arthur they're rooting for Orum, and then legit. like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we know Obviously. it's gonna happen, dude. It's just but, uh, it's one oh one, it's movie one oh one. But like, uh, no, well, but we it, also know no, the story. No, you know what? I don't think so because yeah. there's, there's a lot of variables in it. Because you got Black Manta, you've got Orm, you've got William Defoe playing some scientist who's also like a villain in the comic yeah. book. So I don't know what his deal is. Then you have Dolph Lundgren playing like another fish race people. So that oh, looks. I didn't great. even know. Uh, yeah, yeah, in this yeah. Movie. <laughs> so that that's actually a cool little. So I don't. I think there's actually going to be a lot of variables going yeah. on in the story. James Wan's supposedly a pretty good director, so I'm he is sure, a good director. I'm trying to hope that there'll be interesting shit besides me not liking Momoa as Aquaman. Yeah. Like underwater wars looks fucking cool, right? Like yeah, that looks awesome. Uh, d- we did got. Did you respond to my text, dude? I, th- about... I thought we were supposed to get a trailer for Avatar Two. Avatar Two. Yeah. Is that uh, today? Yeah. Avatar what one? happened with that? I didn't see. It. I honestly searched that, it on Google I, too. I didn't know until you said. I that saw something text, online yeah. about it, but it's gonna be like it's like Wonder Woman. They're not releasing it publicly. Like Fake only news. people oh, at Halloween are gonna to... see it. Gotcha. So we didn't. So so Wonder Woman got shown yesterday. The the trailer for Wonder Woman eighty four got shown. I believe so. yesterday. I read some stuff online that said it was well reviewed or well received, and you know people are like liking it. People would like whatever early. they put out for that movie. It's just I too early, that, right? Because it's not releasing until next summer. I think. I think uh, that's it's... okay. We had Infinity War uh, trailer or no, like it teaser. Leak. It was a leak. The one when we last summer when we saw that like behind the scenes that footage was a of Hall H, H leak, yeah. that was a leak that was not supposed to go out. I think you're that right. That was somebody actually. filming it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody went fucking nuts. The nuts, dude. Yeah, crazy. Nuts. Like people got fired over that shit, dude. Like I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I got what? excited for uh, Shazam. That one was fucking tight. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. That was amazing. That movie looks like it's going to fulfill like all my childhood dreams in like a yeah. movie form. Like... You know what? I'm, I'm on opposite ends with you guys. Oh, I thought wow. the Aquaman trailer was great and the Shazam was just eh. Really? I thought that Shazam would speak to you personally. I know, most. right? I like the Shazam. Kid, the kid, I, the superhero I don't, exactly. I don't think that the trailer showed me what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a little more action and the only action that we got was... He punched two robbers through a window and said, sorry about your window. And then before that, he says, you must be a villain. And he tries to punch the guy and the guy catches his fist. Yeah, like, Mark. Sh- well, there's a teaser. I wasn't yeah, uh, was I wasn't impressed. The, mm. Well, well okay. what I was going to yeah. say. Well, I can understand. Here, but I, but I, let me counterpoint you. I'm Kyle. excited for the movie. I wasn't impressed with the trailer. Okay. I understand. Yeah, okay. that's I, fair. Can that's I counterpoint fair. you? For sure. That the, I think the trailer was trying to show off that it's going to be like a coming of age film. And they're mm. showing him. He's like testing his powers. He's trying to fly and shit. When the movie 
he's going to take a little bit to get into full swing with yeah. the action of Shazam. But first, you got to meet like Billy Bastion and like see uh, see what's kind of what his deal is. And, and him, you like, have to uh, fix the tone of DC. You have to let everyone the, know. The tone of that movie felt like they were having fun. I, I can't remember the name of the actor who's playing Shazam. Zach Le- Le- Levy. Levy. And he looked great when he punched the wall Dude, in the rock. He, looks, he showed like a funny like yeah. kid amazement face. It was perfect. He looks that amazing was, as that character. Like, yeah, he, he looks he's perfect. Spot on. Like, yeah. I really, I always liked Shazam. Yeah. You know, well like Captain Marvel. Like speaking of, we're getting two Captain Marvel movies in 2019. Yeah, a Wait, month what? apart. Yeah, dude. Captain Marvel, Shazam. Captain oh. Marvel. For for all you who don't know, and apparently Kyle, uh, Captain Marvel is Shazam. Is DC's Captain Marvel uh, was allegedly That's made first. Allegedly, Captain Marvel DC, aka Shazam, was made first. I think it was, but like, Marvel sued first. in like this, like late '60s or something like mm-hmm. that, because both characters, uh, Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel, were both equally as popular in the '60s, and and uh, Marvel sued and won the lawsuit, so they got Captain Marvel, and uh, DC had to switch to Shazam. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty yeah. sure they called him Captain Marvel for some time after that. I know like, they I did against the lawsuit. Interesting. But like they, you know officially had to switch it but like they kept kind of like calling him after that sure um you know what the best part of that trailer was though when he uh says shazam the second time and like he's walking in the christmas yeah, yeah, area yeah got me fucking yeah. jack dude Holy yeah it was shit. actually really like lit yeah he, the kid d- delivered it perfectly the lightning yeah. bolt came in shazam. awesome dude you have bullet immunity i'm yeah. bulletproof <laughs> ah, that was gold dude. yeah it was fun imagine you as a kid turning into a fucking superhero they like are nailing that yeah. right there. I, I think so a big part of it is they it. really just have to fix the tone over at DC, dude. I think that these two movies at least look like like Aquaman didn't look dark. Like it looked like they were at least trying. Let's to talk have about fun the darkest it. of the dark, dude. Fuck Batman. Fuck that dude. Titans trailer. Fuck that Titans dude. trailer, dude. Seriously. Oh my Batman god. For anyone trailer. who didn't see the Titans trailer, please. Don't watch it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Or or watch it. It just looked so like, cheap. Like Robin's outfit was the only thing they cared about. And it didn't they made look that them. cheap. It didn't look that Dude, cheap. Dude, Raven's hair looked cheap. Uh, it didn't Starfire look, does not only, look good to me. The only Dude, know. Starfire. She was dressed like a literal hooker. Starfire, it, A, looked like she a hooker. Like yeah. a, you know, but like, well, she Starfire does. needs to be hot. Yeah, Dude, Starfire needs to be like that, that, s- that's controversial. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's just and your opinion on whether think, or not I, you can tell you why. I'll tell you why. But I didn't think she I'll tell you why. Because she's a fucking alien. Yeah. She's not she's she she doesn't have to conform to human earthly morals and fucking standards. She's an alien princess. Right. So an she does princess. dress like a hooker. Sure. Like so she's, she does she's in the cartoons. That. She's very provocative. No, she's but, very but, provocative. And, that, and it's not, not like that outfit. I mean that like a literal street hooker. Like they gave her a, like fur on her side it could and, change. and like glitter and shit. They it always was, have like a morph of like uh, outfits as I, a show. I, goes I agree on. with you that that could happen but I, for sure. But that are you choice talking about l- the picture or are you talking about the trailer? Both. No, no. It's the same outfit. It's the same outfit in the trailer and the picture. Oh, I actually didn't even notice that. Yeah, man. Or it looks the same. That rugs to wear. Yeah. Like the heavy it's very, very makeup. similar. Because I kind of felt bad for her when the picture came out because allegedly she said, or this is what she said, that apparently the outfit that she was wearing in the picture when someone was like got a behind the scenes picture in Toronto, I think is where they were it filming that. It was the that. exact outfit. It, now I see that, yes. But yeah. when it happened before we saw the trailer, she was like, oh, 
you know, that was like an outfit that I was, it was like, it was cold that day and I'm just trying to like hang out backstage and like, you know, someone got a picture of me like not looking good and covered up and like, you know, they said that that was like the official PR dude. Yeah, it was, it was really a P now that we see it in the trailer. Now I know that's a PR spin, which is kind of annoying because I, because like people, like she made people feel bad for her for being actually being a victim of a P of a, of a, what do you call paparazzi snapshot. And people thought that that's what the Starfire outfit was going to well, be. Well, also in but the now, trailer, no, now I'm like, fuck that girl because. Also in the trailer, yeah. though, the trailer. they CGI'd her hair and face, so she could always look like she's shining. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I just, I just want to get back to saying that, like, uh, you know, the sensual, like, sexual, provocative part of Starfire is like, it's, it's part of her like character in a way, like, you know, a fish out of water coming. You know, a free princess, flowing royalty, coming to like Earth with our morals and our standards, and having to like get accustomed to it. I think there's literally an episode of Teen Titans, like one like from the original show, where like she comes in and like like Nightwing sees her, and he's like, "Oh shit, we got to get you to cover up, girl." You know what I mean? Like you're uh, like too revealing he, yeah. for Earth, you know? And she's like, "Why? Like I don't understand. Like yeah. you're, you're human customs." So like that, I don't know. For me, as someone who who watched the 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 OG Teen Titans, you know, like I, you know, I always associated that with her like character, her personality. I read a cool comic. It's it, they made a movie about it. It's called the Judas Contract. You guys, yeah, I saw that one. Comic. I thought that was great. It's yeah. really, I really like that the one. The comic version of it was really actually sick. But what I was thinking about it while I was reading it is they could have gave her an outfit really akin to. Uh, Mila Jojovich in, uh, in, in Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. Yeah, because yeah. it kind of looks would've worked. totally yeah. like it. It's like, you guys yeah. got the outfit. You she looks more work. like Starfire in, in... She literally does. Yeah, actually. in 1998 than fucking... Or whatever that movie came out, 95. Yeah, I don't know. What Mind you, also, the Starfire is, is a black actress, and the Starfire in the cartoons is of lighter skin. And I what, think that, that that's okay. That's fine. That, nothing that they, nothing to do with that. skin tone. It has nothing to do with skin tone. I think that it's okay that they did that, though, because they're trying to make it... because. Black actors and actresses in cartoons are not as uh, they're not yeah. as uh, popular. Beast or, Boy, or is, they're not as common. I should I, say. I always thought Beast Boy was like Latin American, but they made him look more Asian. Asian, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in Titans from the Philippines. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. yeah I, I, Wait, is he from the Philippines in Titans or in Teen Titans? Like the I, I don't OG remember. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I always like, thought he was more like Latin American, but if he was from if he was Philippines, that's also that would also make sense. That would make sense. Yeah, then you got a little Latin, a little yeah. Asian. But, but seeing, yeah. but what started this whole conversation was that, like, DC has been struggling with an identity crisis and a tone crisis for the past, like, four years, four or five years, basically ever since fucking This was a PBS. good Comic-Con for them. This was a good Comic-Con for them? I think so. I, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. multiple releases, yeah, multiple, multiple things releases, coming out. No Marvel to go against them yeah. either. Right, Infinity War is kind of, like, it's in the hit in the past, like, We've been through it. There's not as much hype. Like people are very excited. I'm very excited for part two and for Captain Marvel in general. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's a little bit dead right now. DC's like, all right, let's ramp shit up. Yeah, no, was, they had good timing. Was Dragon Ball at Comic Con? Dragon Ball. Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball is Com like it dropped the, at Comic Con. Yeah, it dropped at Comic Con. Joey okay. actually sent me a sick picture of a statue of Shenron just like oh wow at Comic Con <laughs> with a few Dragon Where's Balls my picture, around. Joey? Aren't the they also? Isn't Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super? The sponsor or like the Dragon main Ball. attraction, it, Dragon Ball. It, I actually huge, thought they had their own convention. Like, I think you saw the picture that I saw where the convention, the front of the convention, has uh, Dragon Ball characters. Dragon Ball. It's, Goku it's, and Vegeta. It's all Dragon Ball Super. It's a huge uh, billboard for it. I actually thought they had their own convention, but 
There is. They also Dragon Con. There was Dragon Con. It was not too long ago. But this. But they they dropped the news at. Oh, they dropped the teaser at Dragon Con a couple months ago, right? Like. Yeah. No, I think the teaser was actually before. I don't think they dropped anything official. But we got the trailer at at San Diego on Thursday. I think it was at the time of recording this last Thursday. So yeah. So that fucking Brawly trailer. I'm very excited for this movie. Ooh, dude, I'm so jacked yeah. up about that trailer. Brawly vs. Vegeta. Brawly vs. Frieza. Brawly vs. Goku. Yeah. Come the fuck through. Paragus looking badass. Come on. Yeah, man. I know you didn't like his character design a little bit, but I thought... I just... Like, no, I liked the character design. I didn't like the color scheme. Because well, it looks yeah, like I don't know Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Aldrin. Second man on the moon. I was like, oh, yeah. That's why they call him Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but he, they both got purple pants. I don't purple know pants, pink pants, but white like, and green. But the thing is, it's, it's yeah. Toriyama coming in and making it, redesigning shit and writing a new backstory. Yeah, I think it's gonna be very. So interesting. I think here's my here's my fan theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Par- Paragus and Brawly, or Paragus is basically unleashing Brawly on Frieza because they're like getting revenge on Frieza for destroying uh, planet Vegeta. Mm-hmm. And like you know, they're like the surviving Saiyans, and they're, and they're all in like Frieza's like army. They come out of a Frieza ship. Ship. They come out of a Frieza ship. That's so what I was they disagree. must have been like yeah. they probably got like lost in space or something like that, and then like finally came back and like tracked down Frieza. Time vortex. And and now that Frieza is like you know homies, like all homies with everyone in our crew, like. See, I don't think Frieza's going to be homies with everybody. I think he's still going to be bitter and still going to hate At the end of Super, he reassembled his army. Remember that? Yeah. At the end of Super, he, like, reassembled. He's about to start doing bad shit again. So do you think, do you think, oh, okay, so that actually changes my theory now. I thought, I forgot for a second there that Frieza was, like, reassembling his fucking troop. Right, but like the whole thing was he's gonna have to come to Earth at some point because like they say that the movie takes place on Earth. Like they I, fight I don't on know Earth. if it's Earth. No, I think uh, they travel to that, another universe. That ice planet looks like something. Intru- I don't yeah. know if it'll be in another universe. I think it'll be in our universe. But I don't, yeah, I think they're gonna say. So in the what universe. was what was the weird thing that threw me off? Whether they were gonna be on Earth or not is they showed a shot of a Dragon Ball falling in the ice planet. Yeah, and it was like why would there be a Dragon Ball on another planet? I don't quite understand that. <sighs> I just that. think like. But they said they just like they they said a Earth in the trailer, not in the trailer, like in the description for the trailer. So I think mm-hmm. they're just trying to keep it. They're trying to keep the stakes high because if they go to some random planet that we can destroy, I'm kind of like hoping the stakes that aren't they do high. That, you know what I mean? Like the stakes aren't high enough. It needs. I think it. I think it needs honestly they're, to be set on like Earth. Like, fi- if if Broly base form is fighting Super Saiyan Blue Goku, their strength is way beyond planet destruction. You know what yeah. I mean? They're at fucking like. Galaxy, Galaxy destruction, destruction levels. I know. and think about so Broly level, okay, leveling so that up. Makes, that makes more tension. That makes it way more tense. It's just so I, I don't know. I prefer it's not on Earth. Let's put it that way. Because think about the world in the vo- of the void. That whole point was so they could like let loose. Yeah, let loose. But then it takes the stakes on. away from everything. I get, they'll make having stakes having on the, the stakes saga? are your characters dying. Really, right. Goku and Vegeta okay, getting the, crushed by Broly's monster hands. It just. There's just more at risk when it's on the fucking planet. Like the reason the Cell Saga works is because it's on Earth. Sure. There's reporters. I mean, there's people watching. Too. There's like commentary. You know, like right. But that's also part of the Cell Saga. Is like he created a tournament where he wanted all the strongest people of Earth to yeah, come and, and fight he wanted him. Everyone he to was watch. also very vain. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. He wanted everyone to watch. But that's what makes the stakes so high. Sure. Uh, yeah. But Even I think in I the, do something a little different in the Android Saga. Yeah, it might you know? be on Earth. I don't know. I think it's going to be on Earth. I think it, I think it needs to. I think it really. What needs to I stay do on Earth. think was also really interesting about the trailer is that 
there was one shot of like a little Saiyan hand and a big Saiyan hand is what yeah, I, think. I saw that. Hoping we get some more Bardock backstory. I know. I think I that's read, why they're re-releasing that, the Bardock special. That's one thing. So, all if if all three of those movies that are coming out, which are Bardock, Fusion Reborn, and the the first Brawly movie, are being released in theaters, then it might have indication that a they might bring back the Bardock backstory, which I I just read Dragon Ball Minus the other day. Which is uh, it's like a one-off. In, you know, Jacko the Ga- yeah. Galactic yeah. Patrolman. Yeah, fucking his love Jacko. So he has Tori- his own thing, right? He's like- got his own comic book that Akira Toriyama is writing. It's in the same universe as Dragon Ball, but he's off doing I his own Jacko. adventures. And one comic book is that is they actually do a prequel sort of thing where it's uh, Bardock and his wife. You you meet Goku's mother for the first time, and they show you the story of Bardock coming to Earth and it's coming to Bardock going back to his planet and sending Goku to Earth. It's mm-hmm. very Superman like is yeah. totally and uh, it didn't reveal that much but it was an interesting story to see and it looked like a curatory I'm kind of lobbing that up. So the other so I'm hoping there's a little Bardock action in that. You know there's a part 2 to the Bardock special, right? What? Where he goes to, to like, in the past? Like yeah, the past. Not, it's non-canon but I it's know, awesome. I know. <laughs> it's awesome. The, well, like, let, let me finish what I was going to say ahead, with the ahead. movies. So the other thing that I think they might be teeing up, which is getting me really fucking jacked, is that Fusion Reborn, we get Gogeta. And mm. motherfucking, if we get Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta in this movie fighting Broly, that would be ultimate fucking litmus. So we just, we just got Super Saiyan Gogeta in Dragon Ball Heroes. Vegito. Oh, that was Vegito. Uh, or the, the earrings is Vegito when they do it with the, the fusion. That's the dance, Gogeta. it's Gogeta. Ah. But so, supposedly the earrings are stronger than the fusion. Yeah. Dance. Well, the earrings you don't need a. T- there's no time limit for those. I thought, right? No, like, there is a time limit no, for it. They, for the well, earrings, there the isn't fusion, really. There but was. because they fusion, use so there much is power, right? And earrings, there is as well. It used to be permanent. Right. They used to say that it was permanent, but then... I thought that like, was just for the Kais. That was for like, no, the it, it's, Kais. Be, it's, it's something everyone. about Goku and them yeah. using so much power that it like, right. diffuses them. Right. They don't have gotcha. the power to keep together. Gotcha. Or something like that. Or they have too much power. But yeah. The, <laughs> the other thing in that trailer that was really interesting is all the shots of the babies in tubes. Now, the question is, is there genetic modification going on to Brawly? I think we're just going to get flashbacks. Is, just, is that yeah. just Goku and Brawly both in tubes? What was interesting, why, why it comes back to Dragon Ball Minus is Goku was in a tube like that in the comic book. Mm-hmm. And it was a little different in the anime, what they showed. He was in an incubator, gotcha. which was not like a water tube. So I think they'll make uh, Bardock canon. I think there is... He's canon. I, I mean, like... a. They're, they're going to show him in the movie. You know what I mean? I yeah, think they're yeah. going to show him I in the movie. So. They'll make a point of showing him in the movie. I don't think they would re-release the Bardock special just for no reason. You know what I mean? Like they're so, so for anyone who doesn't know, in September we're getting um, the re. I think it's a 2010 or 2011 remaster of the Brawley movie from 1992, I want to say. Mm, 93, 92. I think, but I could be wrong. Um, Yeah, it's pretty early. It's like really fucking early. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those came out a while ago. And so that's coming. So that re-release is coming out in September. And then in November, we're getting a double feature. The Bardock special, which is about a half hour, story of Goku's father, and then Fusion Reborn, which is probably only like a 60-minute movie it's or like, like an hour they're usually maybe even like hour. 80 yeah like 80 minute movie or something. bardock movies only like 80 minutes or something like that it's really short the bardock i think is like 40 
five. I just watched them like the other day, actually. Oh no, Bar- not Bardock. I meant Broly. The Burly movie is only like eighty minutes. Yeah, Bardock is probably like. Yeah, the, the the Dragon Ball movies usually don't run over about an hour. Yeah, they don't even get to an hour and a half usually. So so Fusion Reborn and the Bardock special will be a, as a double feature in November, and then December fourteenth, Broly movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm wondering if uh, they'll sell it like reserve seats. I think they will. Yeah. And Ben just told me don't. the other day that uh, we're getting. So I said this because it was a top post on RDBZ. Oh, uh, was it fake news? <clears throat> R fake news? It wasn't fake news. It was the Toei animation, uh, not Toei, the Funimation mm-hmm. uh, Twitter page wrote an incorrect tweet. Oh. They said they were releasing a subbed and a dubbed version. Fake news, fake no. news. Fake news. They were wrong. They shot their wad a little yeah, prematurely news, about the American news. release, and it's just a dubbed version. So we're only but getting a, dubbed in America. Well, a subbed version's going to come out on different formats. Yeah, I'm still going to see it in theaters dubbed. I, I like yeah, Chris Chris Sabat is doing. Chris Sabat, I yeah. think, is his name. And yeah, He's doing the American Goku, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm... And no, Sean Schimmel. No, I thought Sean was the original one, and now it's Chris. You could be right. I don't follow the voice actor stuff. I'll look. I'll look it up online as later. the rest of the stuff. But um, yeah, they're releasing it up. I'm 100 percent gonna see it. Fuck yeah, how yeah, yeah. would I not? It's gonna be. I'm already on the edge of my fucking toes trying to get to this. I, movie. I think it's just about like having a Dragon Ball movie release in American theaters. The last Dragon Ball movie that was released in American theaters was. Tree of Life or something like that. Like, Tree of Might. Was that really? I don't think no, they yeah, really got American releases. No, I, I, I remember. I remember uh, seeing this online too. Like, it was like this was like 2001 or 2002. The last Tree time Tree of like, Might is like the first Dragon Ball movie. It had to be way before then. Then there was probably another uh, one or two <clears> other <throat> ones that were in American theaters. Not the first. Sorry, the Garlic Junior movie. The yeah, Dead Garlic Zone Junior was the first movie. Oh, gee, dude, it's so OG. It's a cool one. Yeah, man. Yeah. So all the yeah. nerd shit. That's our um, Dragon Ball talk. That's our Dragon Ball talk. Oh, I want to talk about uh, James Gunn and his recent firing from Marvel, which is fucking so stupid. In my if you're going to talk about it, Ben, talk about it like into the mic. I'm yeah, uh, let me talk about James Gunn and his recent firing from Marvel. It was really fucking reactionary and dumb, in my opinion. Give us a play-by-play. The play-by-play play was there is – can you look up the name Jack Puss something. It's a right wing guy who James Gunn was digging up dirt about Ben Shapiro and this other guy, Jack P. I'll call him for now because I can't remember his last name. And uh, just trashing them and trashing Trump. And as usual, James Gunn was very talkative about his um, on his Twitter and had a lot of polarizing opinions. What was what they did in reaction to him? Jack Pasabiak. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck is that? What, that he is. has some show. People say he's like Alex Jones, sort of wacky oh, okay. kind of guy. Anyway, so what he did in, in, as a reaction to it was dig up a bunch of James Gunn tweets from about eight years ago that had him made a lot of off-kilter jokes about... People are really... A lot of people must have not read the jokes because they're saying James Gunn himself likes molesting children. James Gunn is a pedophile. They were When you read the tweets, he was clearly just making like, dark jokes like with weird humor and that was also his thing he was from uh, he his company before he worked at marvel was trauma the company who made toxic avenger and if you've seen any of those what? movies or any trauma movies yeah he made tromeo. i actually didn't know that yeah james gunn made fuck? tromeo and juliet if you've seen any movies wait, wait he made what tromeo and juliet 
What the fuck is that? It's, you got to just check it out. Is now. it like Toxic Avenger for Romeo and Juliet? It's, you got to see that company. Oh it's their own Is he thing. from New Jersey? Like, No, I don't think so. I wonder. I think Lloyd Kaufman Sick. is from New Jersey, though. He's the So Lloyd Kaufman's owner of tra- of Trauma Films. No, and that's the creator of Toxic Avenger, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, he's from like, he's like a Jersey boy. Like, yeah, I'm not like, surprised. Yeah. So he's from like if you don't know those movies, the humor is really fucked up, you know? And like, this was before he got hired to Disney. They fucking knew who he was. I'm sure they looked through some of his fucking tweets eight years ago is 2010 i want everyone to think about all the dumb shit they said dude it was a different different world World. on the internet in completely different world him making edgy jokes to get attention is like called for at that time almost not like that bad listen some of the shit he said was definitely weird and you know but like is it deplorable or is it just weird it's just weird i haven't read the text so i'm asking you you can pull them up like uh, one of the big ones that people kept pulling out is um Something about, like, pedo stuff? No, he he said, uh, the shower in my hotel so weak, it feels like a three-year-old boy is peeing on my head. (laughs) That's hilarious. Like, clearly a fucking joke. That is literally hilarious. Like, I'm just like, what the hell? Like, also, you guys can't read the context? Dark, man. Come on. Like, wow. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ, James, but also Jesus Christ, people's reactions. So I'll say this. I think that there are a lot of supporters of these two right-wing guys that were going and commenting on a lot of these posts. Like they were exacerbating. Making it even worse because as soon as he initially got put on Reddit about like these tweets coming out, all the posts on the subreddits, the first ones were all super negative. And as a few hours went on, they kind of started leaning towards James's mm, side. People and actually I, started reading. I found <laughs> that, yeah, I found that pretty interesting. And also people were accusing him of actually molesting children and being like a fucked wow. up kind of guy. And it was like, you clearly didn't actually read what he, what he was putting up there. And uh, I don't know, I just thought that was wrong. And then Disney, 20, less than 24 hours later, fucking fires the yeah, guy. Yeah, that's... Straight reactionary, like, like, like which is crazy to me. It's like they Disney absolutely knew it's who he was before and the kind yeah. of humor that he had. He wasn't doing it anymore. It's been fucking eight years since he's made jokes like that. He's been hired by a company. I don't think it's worth a guy losing his job over. Also, I'm fucking pissed that Guardians of the Galaxy three. She's isn't gonna have him as a director. He yeah. had a very specific he is flavor the glue. and vision. Yeah, he's the glue that made Guardians one and two he, and all the good shit, all the Guardians stuff in. Infinity? Yeah, no, like, he, he was on that. But also the soundtracks. Fucking man, I wanted a third goddamn soundtrack. He's crushing it with we're, those. We're going to get it regardless. No, you know no, I mean? like, but those soundtracks were coming from him. He made those playlists Oh, really? Personally. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got a good-ass taste in music. Yes, That's, he does. That second soundtrack turned me on to a few fucking bands. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pissed off about the whole thing. I really you should be. Yeah, rightfully so. I th- I think he shouldn't have been fired. I don't think it, it was his humor was news to anybody at Disney. They were just reacting to the public being negative about it. Yeah, I really don't even think the majority of the public was that negative about it. They were just reading what a lot of these right wing guys were getting pissed off about. So Sounded this is like, like a vocal the, majority at the time. It the was the 24 hour news cycle that we live in, right? Like. Yep. They had to react within 24 hours. They couldn't, you know, having having something like that up for more than a day is like is is like you not doing anything about it you know what i mean like you're quietly supporting or, or what, what's the word i'm looking for you're uh quietly by, by not saying anything you're like in supply standard inaction is still mm-hmm. action yeah inaction is like action. so go. like i guess marvel D- disney was like afraid of that bunch of fucking pussies, i'm sure feige dude. didn't even want him fired it was I'm alan sure. horn at the top who fired him pussies it was above above pussies. feige's pay grade they are pussies yeah. but 
Disney's a family company. They can't have somebody like this with the public. It's like, come on, man. You knew who you hired. He made you $2 billion in his fucking movies. Yeah, like, more, more than that, dude. Like, It's just wild. It's just wild to me that they were so quick to pull the trigger on that. I I, I don't think it will happen, but I fucking hope there's enough public outcry that to he get gets him back. rehired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he just finished the Guardians Show of the me. Galaxy 3 script. Like He just posted it. Online. Show me the... the- the change.org petition, I'll sign it. I just signed it yesterday. Oh, you did? <laughs> no <laughs> way. Alan was literally making fun of me for doing it. I wasn't like, even joking when I said that. I'm like, yeah, if there's a change.org petition, nah, I'll sign it. Alan, like, Alan, I was on the phone with Alan as I picked it up on my uh, on my feed, and he's like, has those ever helped anybody do anything? No. Like, no. No, but not I, at you all. You know what? If I'm going to sign one of these motherfucking petitions, yeah. this fucking Yeah, petition. this fucking one. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but fuck those guys. Get them back. What about that uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's like, it's actually not as forgettable as I thought it was going to be. When like we were in the movie theater, I was like, I, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. But like, this is a pretty forgettable movie. But like, I'm even like two weeks later, I'm still like, hmm, that was, that was good. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, Kyle? Uh, yeah. I didn't, forgettable movie. Like, what is it? What's another Marvel movie that you would be like, oh, that's kind of forgettable. Thor 2. Thor two, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thor one, it wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. I don't think Thor one is like the most forgettable movie ever. Like that's now what I picture as Thor's backstory when I see Thor is like him on Earth battling and like becoming worthy again to grab his hammer. I think that your take, uh, both of your takes on Marvel, sometimes can be a little bit um, harsh compared to mine. I'm a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Like Ant Man one, really really enjoyed. Uh, I really liked that one. Yeah, too. and uh, you know Ant-Man what, Ant Man two, great. this one in general, this one was really good. As a follow-up to something very, very dark mm-hmm. in Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. We had some some crazy stuff go on in Infinity War, and then this is the Marvel movie that comes after it, where everyone's like, "Oh my God!" Like they can't follow that up. This did a good job. By the it, way, it was spoiler, funny. If you want to talk about Infinity War stuff, spoilers are off the table. If you didn't see Infinity War by now, by the time we're releasing fucked. this, You're yeah, what the fucked. fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, yeah. So you can talk talk freely, Kyle. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not. I have nothing to say. Specifically. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Yeah, not everyone, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, story. So for this one, it had some funny parts. It didn't for their punchlines. I I was with that. I was on the beats with them for the most part. Uh, I think there was a couple of them that I was like. Eh, you know, that wasn't so funny. Um, but as a whole, great movie. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And I walked out of there happy. Uh, there was two post-credit scenes. The first one was great. Great, yeah. And the second one, I was a little mad I wanted more. Uh, well, there the, was n- more. There was, there was nothing. It yeah. Was just fucking, like... I wanted some Captain Marvel and... It was and, really stupid, dude. I didn't think it was stupid. It was just... It was eerie as shit. It was just something like, eerie. oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean, man? They opened up like it was clearly post-snap, that second No, we're scene. talking about the ant on the drums, dude. Yes, it That's was clearly post-snap, post-snap oh. dude. It opened up. The, the TV was on, like, emergency. It was oh, yeah, dead yeah, yeah, silent. Yeah, yeah. And then they kind of panned to the ant where he was just kind of living his life still drumming, which yeah. is kind of funny. But at the same time, it was the opening was really like chills, chills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just up. I just wanted some more. They shouldn't something have even, Captain. Now, how about that time vortex? Yeah. Wing yeah. really, really <laughs> obnoxiously. Yeah, don't get caught in a time. Don't get vortex. caught in a time vortex. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, I've been even holding onto that joke like all week. <laughs> I since I saw the movie, I thought that was hilarious. Though I mean, clearly we're getting some time travel in Avengers Four is what that means, right? That has to be Ant-Man's going somewhere. Um, how they'll use it, I don't know. Will yeah, awesome? or where he'll go, who he'll meet up with. Because right now, in Infinity War Part 1, you know, people are dead. So is he going to go back before the snap? 
or is he going to go and and like I, I don't even in know. I don't know where they're going to take it in the future. In the future, in the future, and they already have time travel available, right? Mm-hmm. Like Thanos went and got rid of the gauntlet and is happy living the life with half the universe dead. And they're in the future and they get the time stone again and they go back. Like, I don't know how it's going to play out. I feel like out. you wouldn't give it up, but there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways that can play yeah. out. Yeah. I Unfortunately, know. I saw some behind the scenes shots and found out a little bit about people who are cast in the movie, so I have an idea of where he's going, Shit. but I don't know if I want to spoil it for people. Or even no, no, guys. no, no, don't, yeah. don't say anything. But he's definitely going to time travel. Yeah. Shit's going to well, be they awesome. Did. The Time Vortex comment was a total time travel setup. Yeah. Oh, you definitely yeah. don't get caught in a time vortex. So, so here's the question, right? Do they set up Infinity, or do they set up Captain Marvel? Does Captain Marvel set up uh, a beginning scene of Infinity War Part Two with yes. Ant-Man? Probably. Getting in a time vortex, or is it more we get back to whoever's still alive? Oh, that's good. I'm curious how Captain how Marvel is going to get right. to present day. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting question. Right. Is it going to be like Wonder Woman where all of a sudden we have a jump, like, and this is now? Or is it going to be like she somehow time travels too? Or like right? Captain America where it's like he's frozen yeah. in ice or and she, somehow gets she gets alive. caught in like. Uh, a gravitational beam around the sun that transports her and the Enterprise to present day Earth. Yeah, the Enterprise is not part of this. Uh, but yeah, she like somehow gets lost, but also can't completely have that because if they did that, then the post credit scene for Infinity War, when you see um, Nick Fury sending her a pager, it's like yeah. that wouldn't make sense because in sense. that post credit scene, so we know they already have a relationship in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. What's she doing? Who knows, right? Uh-huh. I'm yeah. so curious. So curious. Yeah. She, she, so I, I definitely read that it's confirmed that Kree Skull War is going on in that Captain Marvel yeah. movie, which is fucking going to be awesome. Is she just chilling with the Krees? Like, what's she doing now? Post-war hero. Maybe she's got, like, PTSD, and that's, like, a thing they have to deal with with mm, her or something. Interesting, yeah. Maybe she's still just, like, a badass fucking hunting aliens and shit on the other side of the galaxy how guardians of the galaxy not run into her i don't know i know i'm so excited i'm really yeah i'm also pretty excited for it yeah we're getting adam warlock right no i don't i don't think we will until after because james gunn got fucking fired yeah (laughs) i don't know if we're gonna get adam Warlock. that was like that was the whole point of having him in the post credits for uh they teased them for Guardians well, 3. I that's thought. Guardians yeah. 3, but Guardians yeah. 3 comes out after Infinity War Part 2, so we wouldn't sure get does. that. Oh, yeah. wow. The sure only does. one that comes out in between now it's and Infinity Captain War Marvel. Part 2 is Captain yeah, Marvel. Marvel. Wow. March yeah. and then run May. a dry spell of fucking yeah. Marvel. Yeah. So the question is for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, because James Gunn isn't with them, are they going to still play into Adam, or are they going to even change it and put another villain in and then have another post-credit scene where Adam finally gets I out? I don't know if Adam was going to be the villain, but I am just hope they bring him because he's such a sick character. But what's also fucked up is James Gunn was supposed to be doing slates of movies for cosmic movies on uh, Phase 4 besides Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Are they calling it? I think I thought they said that they're not calling it Phase 4 because it's going to be all cosmic. Uh, I, I think I read something oh, like really? that. Yeah. The it's cosmic no, universe? It, M- well, it's right. It's C- no longer... CU? Right. It's no longer about Earth or anything. Now it's just all in space. No, they'll have and smaller like, stories still, I think. But I hope it's mostly space stuff. Trust me, I'm down with that. 100%. But they got, think about yeah. all the stuff they have now. Like, they're going to have to make Spider Man 2. They're going to have to make Black Panther 2. two. Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange 2. two. These are all Phase 4 movies, you know? Yeah. So some of them, like, inherently have to be on Earth. Mar- Captain Marvel 2, who knows where she'll be. But yeah. the last, last bit of news um, that we could talk about regarding this is that there is now confirmed 
that Comcast has stepped away Yahoo! from the deal. Did from, they from buy Fox. something? They're looking they to get bought Sky News right Sky now. News. They bought a little for. piece of it, a little piece of but Fox. Like Sky News is a little piece of it. Yeah. But does Did, Sky News own anything? It's not any no, characters. It, not a character. All right, so then I don't care. Yeah. Fox, we're good. I think we're getting yeah. Fox like cinematic X-Men, studios, like, like their movie studios department owns the movie rights to those characters, the movie, you know, uh, what do you call it, likenesses of those characters or whatever, like mm-hmm. the, the cinematic rights to those characters. Yeah, just the rights to use. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So exciting. So yeah, so they're coming home. They're coming home to Yahoo! Marvel. So we could get a whole bunch of yes stuff, but also forward. a little yeah. scary. Uh, like I'm super excited, but I just hope that we don't have something like this James Gunn thing, where they hire someone uh, and they make something great, and then they destroy that, and it, we have to change. Or they hire someone and it doesn't work out, and it turns into a BVS where it's not that well, good. I'll, I'll say this. Well, that's just part of the risk the, 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 of anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, the decision you're just talking to fire about him wasn't from Marvel Studios; it was from Disney, Disney. up top. Yeah, which is why. And I still Disney have my is faith. the people who own. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they we don't can't make, forget that. Like Marvel doesn't I, I, own these people. I don't, don't forget that. This Fox but, Studios, but, but it's Kevin Disney. Kevin is fucking pulling all the strings there. You know, he he's clearly steering them in the right way. I think they give him enough leeway to make his own decisions for his fucking studio. Mm. That's just what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Because he fucks shit up. He just made them a $2 billion movie. Come yeah. on, man. One movie. Come on. Three months after I'm he sure made another $2 billion on one movie. Like, like uh, that guy has free reign. You know? There's no way he doesn't. And Fantastic Four, dude, they, they just got to re... They got to sell it fine, and they will. They'll yeah. figure out a way to make yeah. it cool again. I hope... I read some fucking... Somebody wrote this online. They were like, what if they went on like a science experiment in the 60s and got trapped in the negative zone in the 60s, and they brought him back out. in present yeah, day? Yeah, present day. Whoa. I was like, oh. Yeah. That's fucking and then like the post-credits for, for them like escaping that... You know, like after they escape and the whole movie happens, and then like the time vortex like opens and like... Doom comes out of it. Doctor Doom comes out, and he's like, "What is this new world?" You know, like that'd be sick. I, the only thing I'm hoping that is would be sick. If, be sick. if they that bring Doom sick. into it, they and they don't have him be the ruler of Latveria. Like, Dude, I'll, I'll be pissed. Never getting that. We will never, never get. Ah, uh, even a lot of stuff I would have said Doctor never get, but we got ego the living. Dude, they're making planet, a Doctor Doom you know? movie, and I don't think they have the gall to fucking make him like the basically ruler like of a Hitler. He's yeah. not Hitler. He's, he's, yeah, he's not. Dude, I know he's not him. like Hitler. He's like a like, successful ruler. I know. Yeah. I know. That's like, like the whole thing behind him. Right. He he proclaims himself king, but he protects everyone and like gives them a good life. Yeah. Just like, so to speak. So, so to right. Speak. So he's to still speak. a dictator. He's an autocrat. Yeah. yeah, but he's he's doomed. Man. Just don't let Trump see that movie. He'll get stoked about nah, it. Nah. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't let him see that. But <laughs> that movie's not coming out for a while. For a long. I don't. Time, I hope they make. Dark Phoenix isn't even coming out for a long time, dude. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix has felt like it's been in production for so long. It's been stuck in production development hell, pretty much. I don't know why they wanted to make a Dark Phoenix movie. I don't know why they wanted to fucking make any of those movies in the first place. Like I don't like the apocalypse. of Dark Phoenix lead up was literally one scene of her like burning up in a bedroom, and that was like the character development before she had her explosion at the end. It was just like fuck you, man. Dude, we got a Dark Phoenix movie. It's called X Men Three. Two and three. Two and three. Yeah. Yeah. We already had that movie. It also wasn't been there, done that. Like, there's a million other X Men stories to tell. Tell any other story. The thing is, Dark. They want to do Dark Phoenix in space, which is how it is in the comics, which is pretty fucking cool. But it's just her powers, like in space. (laughs) Like she fights a whole war for the Makarn Crystal, um, with the Shi'ar Empire. It's really sick. Uh, But I don't know if they'll do it good. 
So if it don't do Probably good, not. I won't like movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ben just, uh, what's the word? De-evolved. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Devolved. That's how yeah, I man. feel. All right. As we wrap up this episode, um, this is also the season finale for Disconnection. Yeah. This is, the, this is the end of season one. We will come back uh, in due time for season two. And we've got some interesting stuff in store for you guys. So pretty excited about, uh, pr- about ending this season and evolving into our next season. Ascending. Even. Ascending, Ascending to our next season. You know season, what? Super season two. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! For anybody who wants much. more cool jokes like that, keep listening to us, please. But the real thing is, uh, I hope that our audience can also reach out to us and let us know things that they want us to do better, things that we can improve on, guests that they'd want to see on our show. If you know anybody that would be interesting for us to talk to or wants a platform to speak, let us know. Reach out to us. I mean, you can DM us on Instagram, message us on Facebook. You can hit me up personally. You know, Ben Harmadi. And uh, yeah, you're gonna regret that. I probably yeah. <laughs> they, all, they all know my name. I'm not who am I? Um, but seriously, let us know. I mean, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah, we've had a fun time doing this this season. I've had a blast. Yeah, it's, it's work, and it's like it's work that I want to be doing. Yeah, it's a cool project. Yeah, we think so. You guys, yeah. <laughs> you guys, to, let us know. Up to you to decide, but we have fun. So, any last thoughts, Kyle? No, no. Um, but next season, I'll tell you about my dreams. We'll we can't wait to hear. Yeah. yeah. Kyle can't wait to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I had a nightmare last night. It was pretty vivid. But again, I couldn't control it, so it wasn't lucid. True, true, true. You're fucked. I just want to say... <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's it. You're out. You're benched. You're screwed. Oh, man. I, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say thank you again to everyone. Everyone who's listening. Everyone who's been listening to um, our family. Um, Kyle's dad, Brian, thank you for letting us use the studio. Thank you to Blockchain thank Academy you, for letting us use the equipment, for the time and the space, and for, you know allowing us to be loose when we come in here and it's a comfortable space that we can talk and hang out in so thank you to blockchain academy thank you to bryant nielsen um and thank you to everyone for listening thank you for everyone for tuning in yeah if you made it to the end of this episode thank you yeah seriously. <laughs> oh man thank you we do appreciate no i mean seriously if you're no really yeah I, I, thank I, you for I, listening. it is appreciated you know it's good to have your voice heard and nice if somebody cares about what you have to say so as always thank you as always thank you please give us a a like or dislike if you don't like it a share or a don't share <laughs> share us and say we're assholes that's yeah. fine with me yeah, yeah if it's me too. you know yeah. give us some bad shit like <laughs> you say but, fuck you, these but guys. share us with your uh you know if you're enjoying the show and you know someone who might enjoy it too share it with them it's the gift that keeps on giving we're gonna keep giving you episodes we'll be back yeah we'll be back soon and, uh, and better than before. <laughs> and more, in video. More handsome. Shh, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. So, any, uh, you want to you wanna close this out, Kyle? Well, yeah. Thank you guys again uh, for joining us for another episode on the Disconnection Podcast, where we aim to inform, inspire, and close the disconnections in your life. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, the podcast app, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a like, share, tweet, whatever it may be. And uh, I've been Kyle. I've been Ben. I've been Ori. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Disconnection. Disconnection.